What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Ablaze Youth Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at We Are Ablaze. It's 2022, man. Holy mess. I never really thought we were going to get done with 2021. Although it feels like, does anyone feel like 2020 and 2021 have kind of merged into this weird, like, it's just the same year, you know? Like, when you look at it, you're like, was that 2020 or was that 2020? I don't really know when that happened exactly. It's like there's this weird area of the timeline that has now become melded into one, and that's 2021. But now we're out of there, guys. We're in 2022. And I know that what happens is this kind of the beginning of the year type deal. You know, what, what is today? The 5th? The 6th? Today's January 5th. It's the beginning of the year. A lot of times at the beginning of the year, we all make New Year's resolutions. Did anyone make a New Year's resolution this year? It's okay. It's all right if you did. It's all right. You can raise your hand. Don't be embarrassed. You made resolutions. That's cool. What, what kind of resolution did you make? If you don't, you don't mind. You know, what'd you do? What, what's your resolution? To eat healthier? Okay, cool. Awesome. How are you doing with that so far? <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm not going to be Yeah, I'd answer that. No, I mean, you know, this is something you do, right? It's kind of like a traditional type thing. It's the beginning of the year. Let's do better. Let, let's, 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 let's eat healthier. Let's exercise more. Let's set some goals. Let's set some deadlines. Let's do some things, you know, because we really just want to like, you know, make life better. We want to have like a better year than the previous year. So we're like, let's do something that's going to stretch us and make us blah, you know? And so I feel like God wants you to have more this year. God wants you to have more in your walk with him this year. 2022 should be your year of more with God. 2022 is the year that you should have more in your life. And I'm not going to challenge you to make a resolution or anything like that because I, I I hardly ever stick to any resolution I ever make. I probably get like 10 days in, if that, and then I forget what I made my resolution about, and then it all just kind of falls out of the way. But what I am challenging you to do this year is to excitedly want more of God. Challenge yourself to want more with God. And I'm going to give you the key as to what I believe is what's going to lead you into having more with God tonight. Amen? Over in the book of Mark, chapter 10, verses 46 through 52, it says, they came to Jericho, and as he was leaving Jericho, I feel like that's so weird. It's like they start the sentence, like, and he came to Jericho, and then he left Jericho, you know, so vague. Anyway, as they came to Jericho, and then as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a great, and a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting on the roadside. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. And they called the blind man saying to him, take heart, get up, he's calling you. And throwing off of his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately, he recovered his sight and he followed him on the way. If you guys would, I want you to bow your heads so we can pray for this message, get our hearts ready to receive. Father God, we just thank you so much for this challenge of getting more with you tonight, God. I pray that as we dig into this message, we dig into this word, which I believe is from you, Lord, that we are led by the spirit tonight, that we're gonna go where you want us to go so that way we can be encouraged and inspired by your word to get more from you this year, to get more from you in this life, Father God. 
We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So one of the things that uh, my wife and I started doing a couple months ago is we decided, you know what, we're going to start doing a scripture with our kids after we do book time. So we, we like read our books on the couch and then we pray and we're like, you know what, we're going to do a scripture and we're going to memorize this scripture. And the scripture that we chose probably about a month and a half, two months ago was John 14, 6, which I already knew. So I feel like I cheated a little bit because I was like, I know this one, so I don't have to worry about if I remember it or not. So I was like, I got this. So if any, does anyone know what John 14, 6 says? Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And so we've been doing this every single night. We'll do our books, then we'll pray, and then we'll have scripture time. And then, so the first month or so in our son, he's almost three, and he's just kind of like sitting there just like, okay, (laughs) scripture time. You know, he's just kind of like looking at us like wide-eyed, like, what are we doing right now? And then slowly, he started to be like, scripture time. And he's like, the truth, the life, father me. And it was so cute because he was like starting to like get it and understand it. And now at this time, I have a cute little video because he's like getting there and he's starting to understand. And if Nick, if you'd be so kind as to play the clip for me. Nick, there it goes. Can you tell me what John 14, 6 says? All right, do right. No one comes to the Father. Me. That's right. He's getting it, guys. He's starting to get there. So it started out rough, and there's days where he says it better. But like, so I was like chasing around the house today. I was like, come on, Roman, tell me what John 14, 6 says. And he's just like, get away from me, dude. I'm trying to play with my Play-Doh right now. I even tried to bribe him. I was like, I'll give you a peanut butter ball if you tell me what John 14, 6 says. Then I was like, I can't do that. He's not a dog. He's not, he's, he's not there to do tricks or anything like that. So finally, Kylene got him to you know say it for us. So that, that's really cute. But the reason I showed you this video and the reason that I believe that is important, I'm going to give you the whole point of the message right now. So if you don't listen to anything else I say for the next three hours, this is the most important thing. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth and he is the life. If you wanna get more out of God, if you wanna get more out of your life, you need to establish that as a fact, that Jesus is the way that Jesus is the truth and that he is the life. Because if you realize it or not, in that particular order, Jesus is the way that leads you to the truth and ultimately that truth will lead you into life. John 10, 10, he died to give you an abundant life. He is the way to the abundant life. Jacob's already fell asleep. He was like, all right, cool. I got that, so I'm gonna go to sleep. I appreciate it, buddy. You took, my, you, you took it and you took it seriously. Committed, bro. I love it. I love it. So good. <laughs> Jacob's like, whoa, when did worship end, man? What happened? We're in the message now? I'm just kidding, Jacob. I love you, bro. I'm sure you're tired. It's cool. I, I get it. I understand. <laughs> and the reason that we started with the scripture with Roman and we started with you know our kids is like, we want to help him understand that. If we get it into our hearts now, if we can get it into our hearts at a very early time, we can start to understand and we can fall back on that. So when something comes against us, we start to have confusion. We start to not understand what's going on. We can be like, no, 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 no. Jesus is the way. Like if someone tells us to do something that's out of the line with the word of God, we're like, no, 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 no. Jesus is the way. Jesus, his word is the truth. That's what's gonna lead me into life. And I'm getting a little bit of on a tangent here, but it's just so important, guys. It's so real. It's so vital to your walk with God. Establishing that truth 
in your heart will make you successful in your walk with God. Establishing that truth in your heart will make you successful in life. Because Jesus can lead you in your business. Jesus can lead you in your school. Jesus can lead you in your relationships. If you focus on him, he'll lead you into the true things. If you focus on him, he'll lead you into a good life. So it says over here in the book of Mark, if any, uh, sorry, Mark chapter eight, it says, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and the sake of the good news, you will save it. You see, we have to be willing to say, it's not about my way. It's not about my way. Jesus does have something for your life. God does want something for your life, but ultimately it's about his way for your life. So we have to be willing to say, it's not about my way. It's not about my desire here. It's not about my want here. What what does Jesus want? What does he say about this? What does he need me to do? That we have to be willing to lay down our own way to pick up his way lay down our own life to pick up our cross, to pick up our purpose, to pick up what he wants us to do to follow through. See, if we refer back to blind Bartimaeus here, it says over here in verse 49, it says, Jesus stopped, said, call him. And they called the blind man saying to him, take heart, get up, he is calling you. And in verse 50, it says, he threw off his cloak and he sprang up and he went to Jesus. This verse is super important right now because in this time, blind Bartimaeus was a blind man. <laughs> Ta-da. He was a blind man, blind Bartimaeus, but he had this cloak that he would wear and this cloak gave him the legal right to beg for money because at this time, blind people didn't really have a whole lot of options. They didn't really have much choice for career. They didn't really have much options when it came to their livelihood. So the officials, the townships, the governments, what have you were like, you know what? We feel bad. We understand you're in a tough spot. So we're gonna give you this cloak that identifies you and gives you the legal right to come into the city and beg for money. So he was always known as a blind man just by his clothes. His clothes alone identified him as a blind man. And when he went to Jesus, because he knew who Jesus was, he sprang up and he threw the cloak off. He laid it aside, he threw it aside. And Jesus said over here in verse 51, 52, go away, go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. See over in Isaiah 55, eight, it says, your thoughts are nothing, or my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, said the Lord. My ways are far beyond anything you could ever imagine. Blind Bartimaeus had to give up something that was his livelihood. That it would would not make sense in his natural mind to say, you know what, I'm gonna give up the thing that keeps me able to have food on my table, the thing that makes me comfortable the thing that gives me peace at the end of the day, that feeds me, that clothes me otherwise, you know, he had to give up something so grand and precious to him and comfortable to him to be with Jesus. 
if we're honest with ourselves, there's probably a lot of things that, that maybe we do that you know, we hold on to, that we, we find precious to us, that we find comfortable to us. And I'm not saying all these things are inherently bad, but maybe sometimes they can just get in the way from us hearing from God or from us even just being around God or reading our word. I'm not saying it's always sin. So not everyone's just be like, you're telling me I can't hang out with my friends, man. Gosh, dang it. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, maybe sometimes you gotta think about like maybe this week, instead of going to that place or to whatever, instead of maybe spend time with God. You know, maybe on a Wednesday night when, it, when there's temptation to not come to church, you're like, I just wanna watch Netflix instead. You know, it's so much easier. They just put on a new season of Cobra Kai. I really just want to watch it. You know, I'm just, I'm tired. It's been a long day. School sucks. Ugh. I get it. Been there. <laughs> Done that <laughs> many a time. Do you think I always want to read my Bible? No, guys. I have a life too. I understand. I'm, I'm a human being. But sometimes I have to put my own way aside. And I don't always hit it perfect. I don't always do it right. You know, sometimes the, the Netflix wins. <laughs> I get it. Outer Banks was so good. And it was very detrimental to my walk for a minute there because I just disregarded my Bible. And I was just like, Outer Banks, I gotta finish it. <laughs> but it's not always stuff like that though. You know, it's, it's even in a sense of like being led in your schooling, being led in where you're supposed to go off to college, being led in are you supposed to go to college? Being led in what you're supposed to do in your career. And maybe you're like, oh, everyone else is going to college, so I'm supposed to go to college. Or, you know, everyone else is getting a job, so I, I guess I got to get a job. You know, all my other 16-year-old friends have a job. I got to get a job. Well, that's not necessarily how we're supposed to live our lives. All those things are great things, good things. If you need to go to school, if you're supposed to go to school, go to school. After high school, you need to go to high school. Finish high school, everybody, please. It's so easy. Just finish it. Just finish it. Okay, I didn't mean like so easy. I just meant like, just finish. Like you can finish high school. Like you can do that. You can do it, man. I promise you. I believe in you. You can finish high school. Then after that, go to God. Because <laughs> God wants you to finish high school. So, but go to God with these decisions. You know, just because you think like that's what you're supposed to do, doesn't mean that is what you're supposed to do. What does God want you to do? His thoughts are not like our thoughts. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And sometimes it might seem crazy, like throwing off your beggar cloak to get your miracle. To do something that doesn't not quite make sense. Like, oh, I, I, I'm not supposed to go to school for a little while. That seems crazy. Everyone else, maybe I am supposed to take a year off. I don't know. I don't know what your situation looks like. I don't know what it looks like for you. Go to God about it. I love here at the end, in verse 52 of Mark 10, Jesus said to him, go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. It's like in that moment, Jesus was talking to ex-blind Bart. I don't know, I guess he can't be called blind Bartimaeus anymore. He's just Bartimaeus. And he was like, all right, you got what you wanted. You got what you needed. Your faith has made you well. Go on your way. But then it said that he followed Jesus on his way, that he went with Jesus. So in that moment, Bartimaeus knew, I can't go back 
to my old ways. I can't go, my old ways got me where I already was. My old ways led me to the streets. My old ways led me begging out here. My old ways led me to friends that are not really my friends. My old ways led me to a life that that is not fulfilling. My old ways led me broke. (laughs) My old ways have left me unhappy. My old ways have left me scared and not secure and not ready to take on the world. So we followed after Jesus in his way. In the book of Proverbs, chapter four, it says, look straight ahead. Fix your eyes on what lies before you. Proverbs 16, nine out of the ESV says, the heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. We as believers need to establish and understand that Jesus and his way is what our eyes and our focus need to be on. We need to say that he is the way, that he is the truth, he is the life. He's the one that's gonna lead me in my decisions, lead me in my peace, lead me in my hope, lead me into my prosperity. All these things that you want for your life, God says that the heart of a man can plan his way, but the Lord will establish his steps. If you're walking in the way of God, if you're walking in the way of Jesus, it's all right to have plans. It's all right to have desires. It's all right to have dreams as long as you're walking in the way that he wants you to walk. And it says, when you do that, the Lord will establish your steps. The word establish means to to firmly place and support. I don't know about you, but I, I want a lot of support in my life. I want a lot of support in my decisions. I want a lot of support in my family, in my career, in my relationships. If we walk in the way that is Jesus, he will establish our steps. He will keep our path straight. He will keep us strong. He will keep us confident. He will give us hope. He'll give us peace. It'll all come into place. It'll all fall into place. That's what Jesus came to do. He came for you. He came for me. He came for all of us. He wanted to rescue us from all the mess and all the chaos and all the crap in this world. He loves us so much. So for the next year, 2022, or at least the next while, (laughs) I don't want to make you commit so hard that you're like, gosh, I failed 10 days in and now I can't do it anymore. But I want you to really try to make a conscious effort to examine the ways that come across your life. Because every day you're presented with options. Every single day you're presented with different directions, different avenues, different voices. Really meditate on which one is Jesus's way. Which is the way Jesus wants me to go today? Which is the one that's gonna lead me to him, that's gonna draw me closer to him? 
Which one is gonna provide truth for my life? Which one is gonna give me life? He's there for you. He's open, he's willing, and he's waiting for you. Seek him out. Accept him as the way for your life. Amen. If you guys all bow your heads, I wanna pray for you real fast. Father God, I just thank you for every single person in this room tonight. I thank you that as we studied your word and as we listened to you minister us tonight, Father God, that we got some encouragement and some revelation on understanding of how vital it is to have you as the way, have you as the truth in our life, Father God. I pray that you give us all a boldness to firmly grab a hold of that, to fall back on that and every decision that we make to measure it up to you, Father God, to measure it up to, to Jesus himself, if it's so supposed to be in our life or not. Because we want more with you, God. We wanna have more in this walk with you. We wanna have more in this life with you, Father God. And I, and I believe and I pray that if we hold on to the fact that you are the way, that is the key to have more. That is the key to happiness. That is the key to a good life is understanding that you are the way. Give us courage to make hard choices. Give us boldness to follow through, Father God. Give us peace as after we've made them, Father. We thank you for that, God. I feel like I sense where most people are at in this room tonight. And so I just want to challenge all of us tonight. I, I want us all to kind of get in an attitude of prayer and kind of a declaration of ourselves. So if you'll just repeat this prayer after me, I feel like this is where we're supposed to end tonight. So Father God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. Jesus, I accept you as my savior and the Lord of my life. Jesus, you are my way. You are my truth and you are my life. And I will follow you. In your name I pray, amen. We hope you enjoyed today's message. We wanna remind you, if you'd like to join us in person, we meet every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. here in Madison, Alabama. We are Ablaze Youth Ministries, grades six through 12. We hope to see you otherwise. Be sure to keep on listening to the podcast.